Hello, listeners. Guess what? We are planning a live video episode on our Instagram page in the next couple of weeks. Of course, we don't have an exact date and time yet, but we are working to see which one works for everyone. I hope that you are making plans to join us on that episode. You can ask questions and engage in an interesting conversation. So go follow us on Instagram and wait for more information on that episode. We'll be posting flyers with date and specific time for the live feed. Check us out on Instagram. It's worth living one. It's worth living the number one. That is our Instagram account. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of It's Worth Living. We want to thank you, uh, listeners, for tuning in to our um, podcast, It's Worth Living. We know that um, this podcast would not be where it is without you. And so um, thank you. And to our new listeners, um, thank you for joining us. Welcome. And we hope that the information that is shared with you, uh, if you haven't heard it before, um, we hope that it'll be enlightening. And if you have heard it, we hope that it will bring you, uh, uh, it'll take you back to the information you remembered and that it may be a blessing to you and someone else that you know. Um, as I discussed, Pete and I discussed a little bit uh, just what this weekend seems to be. And I know many of you uh, either have seen it on social media, if you have children, they may have bought some things at home to remind you on what this weekend is. And um, this weekend, every day, every, every year, the second month, the second weekend or the second Sunday in May, it's usually celebrated, you know, they usually celebrate Mother's Day. Um, and Pete, I just wanted to just share a little bit, you know, with, with our, our, uh, our guests, the benefits of, of mothers, you know. Um, I know you and I have been blessed with, with, with moms that have um, loved us. Um, you know, um, they took it upon themselves, you know, to give us birth. After giving birth, they, you know, they were nurturing, they cared, they worked hard, and we wouldn't be where we are. Not saying that dad didn't help, but we wouldn't be where we are without our moms. And so I just wanted to share a little bit, Pete, and then I know you'll jump in, but I just wanted to share why women, you know, why mothers are important in our lives. You know, it says that mothers play a critical role, a critical role in the family, and is a powerful force for social cohesion and integration. Um, a mother and a child relationship is very important for the healthy development of a child. Um, the mother, um, mothers are not only caregivers, but they are also breadwinners, some situations for their families. Um, with motherhood, um, mothers are also the first indication of the sovereignty of God in our lives. Mothers teach us to have confidence and believe in ourselves. Mothers knew from experience how important for people to believe in themselves in order for children to be whole, strong, and grow with a healthy estimation of oneself. Um, and Pete, I, I read something, two things that I thought that was so powerful, a few things in regards to why motherhood is important. It says that motherhood um, through science um, lowers the risk of cancer. 
It says motherhood has been shown to lower the chance of your development of numerous types of cancers. Uh, with motherhood, they are happier in middle age, uh, better memory, um, longer life expectancy, they're more productive at work, reduced risk of diabetes um, for women if, and again, these are for you know the benefits of, of, of motherhood for those that decide that they would either want to be a mother or even play that role in motherhood. Um, they reduce the, the risk of diabetes, especially for those that are breastfeeding. Um, and motherhood also creates better habits. So this is what science has seen. Um, and so Pete, I just shared a little bit about um, some of the benefits of, of, of motherhood. Um, we know that you know Mother's Day started years ago, I think in 1914, by either Ann Jarvis or her daughter, Anna Jarvis. And they just wanted to um, bring, um, you know, during that time, just to highlight the importance of, of, of motherhood and um, how and why they mean so much to us in our society and just to us in general. And um, so Pete, just wanted to just, just spin it with you, you know, just share a little bit of why, you know, motherhood you believe is so important. Um, not only in your relationship with your mom, um, um, your sister, your significant other, but just in general, why, why is motherhood so important, you think, in our society and in our lives? Well, motherhood, well, okay, <clears throat> in my personal experience and over the years, we, we know, we understand that uh, a mother in their children's life is um, is something that is very important. And you know, through studies and of course the science that the things that you, you read um, basically gives give, gives us a, a, a short um, explanation as to why they're important. But if we're looking deep into what mothers, the role of mothers in a child's life, you can see that kid um, sort of develops uh, physically, mentally uh, a lot more. It helps the development, the, uh, the developmental growth, both uh, socially, uh, because let's face it, if you know you if you are around both parents, most most of the time the mother will bring up a lot of ideas and how to do certain things outside the house. Now fathers do have certain things, but we know it's more limited to you know as far as what you know some of the mothers would come up with they want to be a little more creative so the creative side sort of comes from the mother for the most part now it's not to say that the father cannot help the kid to be to be creative if i see certain things in my kid i will sort of open it up and 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 uh, and try to nurture it to get it to to flourish the mother would start try to implant that and mm -hmm. try to get whatever creative uh, aspect they have, they try to implant it in their kid, try to see if the kid can strive through it. And that's why most of the things, and I guarantee you, you go to any schools, any schools where they have uh, 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 children activities, uh, unless it's sports, you'll see mostly the mothers are the ones in attendance. Mm -hmm. It's just a natural thing for mothers, and and the the children tend to be very happy with that because the, the kid will understand. Okay, dad is busy, dad is at work, but the mother not being there. Now, if the dad, okay, we're not saying that he has to neglect that whole idea that they need to be there. No, no, that's not that's not it at all. It's just 
um, the mother's support tends to help them strive a little more. It tends to give them a little more confidence, the nurturing aspect, the, the, the feelings that they have having their mother in the audience is somewhat more meaningful than you know, if it's just daddy. Now, because they know daddy's strict, daddy wants to do this, do that, and they'll, they'll, they'll be more than happy to, to get it done. Now, a lot of people might be like, but I was raised with my father and he, he was very supportive. Yes. If you were raised with the one parent, the parent, the one parent would try to be both for you. But if both of them are there, we both know the mom would be more happy. I mean, there's a reason why it's a soccer mom, but there's no soccer dad. Dads mm -hmm. go to sports events all the time, you know. But there's mm -hmm. no soccer dad because it's not something that is developed. It's natural for a guy when it, when he's or he's um, his son or daughter is playing any type of sport that he's going to be there. Soccer mom is something that is created. It's like a force to be there because they sort of create that new thing, a new trend, a new reaction uh, to help. Uh, it also helps the kid uh, with their independence, uh, having their mother. Now, which is a little ironic because we know the mothers tend to baby their children, but the, uh, spending time with your mother, you see how she is, how her independence, how she lives. Uh, and you tend to emulate the same behavior growing up. Your cognitive uh, development tends to rise a little more, spending more time with your mother. So we may doubt so many different things as to why mothers exist, but mothers have a major role in the, in the child development. Now, if we're going through, okay, yeah, some kids said, but I, I was raised my father and I, I, I've achieved quite a lot in my life. Yes, we're not, we're not saying one parent is uh, better than the other, or we're not, say, uh, we're not saying that if you were raised with your father, you're not gonna have the same uh, abilities. We're saying that having your mother around would help you a lot and missing your mother, will you miss quite a bit. It's not to say you won't strive, but you'll miss quite a bit that you will not, uh, you will not expect it. Now, certain circumstances cause one parent not to be there, and that's too bad, but um, it is always encouraged to have the mother. In it. There's a reason why the courts leans towards the mother uh, more. Now, even, in the, <clears throat> even now in our times when, when there's, it's very easy to, for the parent, for the father to get full custody too, but or, the original idea is that to kneel, to lean towards the father more mm -hmm. that way, um, I'm towards the mother more because of the nurture aspect, the father's the father can come and, see and visit and still do part of his job, um, and still be effective. While the mother's side, the mother's job is around the clock. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? It's around mm -hmm. the clock. It's continuous. It does not stop because even by just sitting on the couch with your daughter or your son, you're teaching them something as opposed to just you know. I found out my 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 little girl is now is interested in certain things, and I am uh, certain things that I am interested in. So now we have this bond. Every time we talk, we we this and that. Trying to see if we can focus, but at the end of the day, she's her mommy's kid. You know? yeah. That's what it is. But, yeah. Uh, no, that you you nailed it. I think too. Um, again, you know, shout out to those um, mothers who continue to work hard. And even when they don't know if they're getting it done right, um, if they don't know what their children will be like, they panic when something goes wrong. You know, my encouragement to them is just to keep thriving, keep striving, 
um, make sure you surround yourself around other people that will help you. Um, and the reason why I say that, Pete, <clears throat> is because there's always another side too, where you know, working in the school system, you see so many children or students being raised by grandparents, you know, or you know, there's students who um, their father has be you know remarried and now they have a stepmom, you know. So uh, you have those again, you know, you know that are raised. Um, by foster parents, mm-hmm. you have those that are, you know, um, raised by siblings, you know. Uh, so, you know, the women, all these women that are in the lives of these children, play a a critical role because they too are in place of what their biological mother. What the place that the biological mother would be there in that place due to whatever circumstance. And so um, it's important for them to hear, you know, um, to keep doing what you're doing. And when it gets difficult, when it gets hard, making sure that you have um, the right support. And if you don't have understanding, speaking to other people, read books, get information, get resources to help you. Because really and truly, even when you think that you're not doing, you're not doing the right thing, as that child gets older and they become an adult, they often come back and they'll let you know, mm-hmm. you've done a great job or, you know, you really, when I needed you, you weren't there. Mm-hmm. And so um, for moms, you know, the role that you play also help us as men, as far as learning about ourselves, learning about our flaws, learning about things that, you know, we need to do better in because oftentimes we think that we're good people. I heard this, I can't remember who it was. I think it was, I think it was Curtis Chapman, the singer. Mm-hmm. He said that he thought he was a good guy. He was a great guy until he got married to his wife and then realized the flaws that he had. Mm-hmm. And so he was grateful for the woman in his life because she helped him realize there's some areas in his life that still needs a little tweaking and 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 you never stop learning and so um mothers play a critical role not or women play critical role not only in the lives of children mm-hmm. but also in their loved ones um and it's not an easy task i know people we talked about earlier there's some role like you said when it comes to roles there's some stuff as dads or men we can never do or we can never teach mm-hmm. because we don't have that understanding Biologically, there's some things that we can't understand or want to understand because that's not what was given. But needless to say, um, I think our episode today was just to show how much we cherish um, the women and mothers. And those that are mothers, you know, biological mothers and those that have, you know, um, been gifted with children due to whatever circumstance. Um, yeah. You have a critical role, and we thank you so much for what you do. Yeah, even, okay. even if you're just a mother figure or a friend who, right. who sort of uh, you know, sort of uh, participate in a, someone else's life as a mother figure, it helps because I know for a fact <clears throat> one of my volunteer jobs was because the, there were so many. It, it was at a school where there were nothing but uh, female teachers. From the principal to the janitor, everybody were female. 
and it wasn't a bad thing to have that. But the thing is, a lot of the boys didn't have anybody else to relate to. Uh, so they sort of, you know, they missed that piece. So I was asked to volunteer. Just my presence there on some days, you would see a major difference because of that. So it's not to say, yeah, mothers can't do all of it, but we'd want mothers to know that their part is so important. Doesn't matter what, um, you know, how close you are, whether it's blood related or, or adopted or even just a friend. Okay, yeah. you, the person comes to you with certain things because we we know the kids are more open to go to their mommies uh, for certain things or, or for to the mommies if they're going through something and if they're not feeling well to mommies and so they they need that aspect. Now, granted, if some of them don't have it there, I'm sure the other parent can take over, but still not the same as if mommy was uh, kissing your boo-boo or daddy was, I mean, mommy was, you know, doing certain things for you that would make you feel better. But you'll be content with if that's what you've got. The, the, the point is um, we want everyone who, uh, who is a mother figure or a mother biologically or otherwise to feel that you are doing a great job and you are very important to the, in the lives of those that you are in. And don't take it for granted because what happens is if you do, you will regret it later on because you had a chance to make a difference in someone else's life, but you didn't take it seriously. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Also, Pete, you know, um, one thing that our listeners, you know, as far as, you know, women or those that have women in their lives, you know, it's not just today. I know that every day is Mother's Day. You mm -hmm. know, wake up should be. Every, day, every day. I mean, it's recognized once a year, but I hope that uh, in, 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 in your families or wherever you are, that you're reminded constantly of the work that you're doing. And I think for women, it's so important too, while you're working hard, making time for yourself, taking time. And, 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 and if you have a loved one in your life, and, or if you, if you have family, when you need help, making sure that you ask for it when you're feeling burned out. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, I, 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 I've read this somewhere, which is so, it was important because I, I heard it with dads, but it's also important for moms, whether it's once a week with your children, if you can sit down and ask them, how was I as a mom this week? How was I as a mom to you this week? You know, and, and, and also sharing with children how much they mean to you and how great of a reward it is to be their mom or to be their guardian. Um, I think that children also need to hear that because eventually, guess what? The little ones that you have that are daughters, they're eventually going to be mothers as well. And so you want to pass down those same nurturing um, uh, gifts to them. And yes, we know that it's not always going to be easy. There's going to be days where there's going to be long nights. There are going to be days where um, your child comes home and, and things are not going the way that it should be because, you know, whether it's, and it's sad to say, there's bullying, there's anxiety, they don't want to live. It's a lot that mothers have to deal with. And so I, I hope and I pray that when those situations come that you have, something to lean on or someone to lean on to get the help that you need. Don't ever feel as if you have to do it alone. And if, you, if you're ever in a position where you're, you feel like you're not being heard, where you feel like life is not worth living, 
when you feel as if, you know, even as a, as, as a parent, am I doing a good job? Making sure that you have someone that you can call on and, and let them know those feelings so they can either help you or get you the help that you need. Yeah. So you can be the best mom, the best woman that you can be. Yeah. And uh, uh, the one thing I know all mothers do, and they underplay their roles and they blame themselves, they feel like they, they're not fit or ready to be a mother or to, to do certain things, they kind of, um, uh, you know, doubt themselves. And that's the big word. They doubt themselves as to whether or not they're doing the job. Look, I always tell my classrooms, um, you know, or everybody, like any, any other group that I, whether I'm talking to speech or whatever, um, I always let them know how, um, how, how much of a genius my mother was mm. uh, because not because she was, you know, not because she was hawking or anything like that, but because she she had all these children, me and all my siblings, she managed to deal with us in a way where it fits. So we would look from the outside and we see that she's addressing my brothers in different ways, my sister in different ways, and it works. And then they will come to you, it will be different. You wonder, I mean, what is, what is that? Why do you, does this have to, I mean, as a young person, you're thinking, okay, why do I have to be treated differently? Not realizing what your own personality is already, but your mother already sees it. She already knows how to handle you mm -hmm. so you don't feel like an outsider. So you don't, so you feel like, you know, everything is still being granted to you. And, um, and then it wasn't until later, deep in my career, I'm looking at my, otherwise it wouldn't work if she treated all us all the same. Because we all have different personalities. We all have, we all deal with things that we all receive messages and information differently. So if she dealt with us the same way, there will be a big catastrophe. And that's, that's one of the reasons I think we as a family has, uh, were able to succeed in different things that we wanted to do, mainly because my mother didn't approach it, okay, yeah, one size fit all type of uh, restriction for everyone. She wanted each person to feel who, like who they are and how they can strive and do what they wanted to do without having to feel restricted or that you feel in someone else's category. And when I tell my classroom all that, they, 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 will, be, they, they, they will be shocked because my mother doesn't have a psychology degree. She doesn't have, she doesn't have all, all that, you know, all that stuff going on. But she she found a way to know her kids so that she can deal with us. And you know, sometimes if she's trying to ask each one, like she would ask all of us a favor differently. And you can actually see it and watch it happen. Mm. And like you know, some of us she needs she needs to touch our head, you know, a little <laughs> caress your head, let you know, oh son, this and that. Others she would just give the direct order. Others, you know, but you would see it, and it always works. Yeah, you know, because she knows how to deal with each one of us, knowing our personalities, how we receive information and messages. She was able to do that, and I thought that was very genius of her. A lot of us have to study psychology in different with different type of <laughs> therapists and theories and stuff like that to realize it while she found that out like it's very, very alive. 
Exactly. And I think that's something all mothers have. Once you have your kid, you start to learn. Now, some mothers don't get the point. Don't get me wrong, because I have no. yeah. I have to deal with parents who are dealing with their children. And it's because they deal with the oldest one the same way, middle child and the and last kid, all the same way, because the first one, they felt like if he turned out or he or she turned out fine. Therefore, let's use the same method for the other ones. And the other ones didn't appreciate it one bit. Because then they always would tell them, I'm not so-and-so. Don't look mm. like I am so-and-so. I'm not this person. I'm not that person. Because ten, people tend to feel like they're being compared to others. Even you know, yeah. even if they weren't trying to, but because you're using the same algorithm for them as you are for, them, uh, for someone else, they don't feel unique. And they feel like you're just trying to push something on them as opposed to the other one. So yeah. it's always good to get to know your audience, get to know your children before... Yeah you approach them. When you hit something, a key point you said, not comparing them to others. And I think so important too, as um, moms, um, men, um, if you have women, uh, because you, you know, you, you said something, Pete, you know, having a phenomenal mom who knows and cares, you know, for, for us as men, before I go into the point that I was going to make, for us as men, you know, when raising children is almost, you know, we only see black and white. We don't, we, you know, we raise them all the same. Mm-hmm. I said do this, I said this out. But with moms, it's almost like there's, like you said, a, a colorful way. Mm-hmm. You know, if I know John likes purple, there's a way that I'm going to speak to him in a purple way. Exactly. You know, Jill in a black, you know, so everybody has, so mom knows mm-hmm. the skill that's innate because she, she has understanding of who her children are. And I think as as, as men, it's so important that you know, we remind our, 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 the women in our lives and even our own moms, you know, friends, whoever it is, mm-hmm. it may be acquainted, just reminding them how phenomenal they are. You know, yes, we understand that you don't get it right sometimes. You may, you may think that you don't get it right the first time, but just keep thriving. Just know that you're doing a great job. Yeah. Don't give up. Some people don't realize, even as twins, you will realize two different personalities there's no way they have the same thing they might even like the same things they might even be in the same field but there's still two different people with different personalities who will still need to be addressed differently because once you do that and 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 that's always been an issue for a lot of people like we know even the school system felt in some ways like that you walk in the classroom you say okay you know what i have this way for everybody to learn let's get this done boom and then they want, they're expecting everybody in the classroom to get it the same way. No, in my classroom, they might say I talk a lot, but I will explain it in several different ways. But like, so that every student will feel that they got something. And if one of them didn't catch, because I mean, there's so many that I could do, but if somebody does not understand, you tell me how they, you know, how did it come across for you? If it didn't work, and then I'll really explain it in a different way so that we make sure everybody gets it. But the, the thing is, we have had that issue. I mean, I have one more thing I want to point out. I want to add. <clears throat> I know we talk about mothers, and mothers come in different ages. Now, we're not trying to be judgmental or anything like that, but we know we've, uh, we've encountered a lot of young mothers and a lot of um, older mothers. Is there an ideal age? I know this is a sensitive spot, but is there an ideal age where you would say it, someone is ready to be a mother? See, I, I, man, I can't, I can't say it, and I think that 
Um, I think it, it's important, you know, because every everyone is raised differently. Mm -hmm. uh, while some homes they may have, um, they have you know they may have been raised in a home where there's love, um, you know, and love is again expressed in different ways, but they felt um, peace. They felt as if in the atmosphere it helped them to be where they are, where there's some other situation where home was like war, mm -hmm. you know? And so they end up being in a situation of finding themselves in circumstances where they've never asked. And so they've learned to grow quickly. And so they never experienced like They never understood their childhood. Their childhood was affected because of whether mm -hmm. it's their parents, whether it's relatives, whether strangers, something happened. Um, as far as being ready, uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, you know, it takes two to tangle. You can't mm -hmm. have a child of your own, but I think it's, it's having that understanding too. One, it's, are you ready? Are you prepared? Um, if you've gone through trauma, have you gotten the help or have you spoken to someone that's going to help you, mm -hmm. um, to understand, to prepare for, you know, getting, um, the things that you need, uh, to not only raise yourself but also you know really raising uh, a child or children uh, life is very interesting because we're never we don't we don't choose you know who we want as our parents or um where we you know where we're born um, or, or the situation that happens you know every situation is different but i do hope that if and when you choose, not, you know, you're forced because that happens too, but when you choose to be a mom, and if, if and, I, and I, I hate saying this too, because I know that it's, it's very, uh, it can be confrontate, you know, lots of people have different thoughts on it. Mm -hmm. uh, but if you choose, or if, 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 if it's forced on you and you decide, hey, I'm going to still keep my child anyway, I hope that um, you have the support because really and truly in order for you to really, you know, to have the child, you have to be ready mentally, physically, socially, emotionally, spiritually. But I hope that if it does happen, that you have the support around you, mm -hmm. uh, your partner, I hope that um, they'll be supportive. They'll give you the things, you know, they'll help you along the way. There'll be someone you can lean on. They'll remind you of how phenomenal you are. Uh, and when the going gets tough, um, that you know that you have someone that you can lean on, that you can be honest with, that you can be transparent, that you can be vulnerable. Um, uh, it's a gift, be you know, honestly, it's a gift. Um, having children is a gift. Um, but I think that um, if you do decide that you want children and you're ready. Um, the you take, I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just say that you, you do take it um, as an honor um, because it is, it is a gift and um, hope that you will do well. What were you going to say? The reason I asked is because I overheard, I wasn't eavesdropping, but <clears throat> I overheard two friends talking. And of course, one, uh, one of them was asking the other one who's older, when are you going to have a kid? Uh, no, mm -hmm. uh, because she said she wasn't interested in relationships or anything like that. But, you know, she's sort of open to other ones so the friend asked her when are you going to have a kid and she said i'm not sure i'm not ready yet now 
the friend responded, what do you mean you're not ready? You're 40 something years old. And you would think at this age, at this point, somebody ready, she, but she's not ready because she's had so much stuff in her life. Now, I don't know her full story. Again, I, I guess I felt like I was eavesdropping because I was minding my own business, but they were talking so loud. I couldn't help but hearing it was a tight place. So, so <laughs> yes, they, they, she says she wasn't ready. Now, it could be a number of reasons that she's not ready. It could be mentally. It could be physically. It could, it could you know, it could be a number of reasons, you know, uh, that she doesn't feel like she's ready to take responsible, responsibility for another life while her friend is looking at her age thinking, you should have a kid by now. Now, I it sucks to say, but I've met a lot of mothers who should not have been mothers because they're not really thinking about your children. Their children, yeah. it's yeah. really about themselves and they would say anything and do anything to hurt their children instead of mm-hmm. doing the thing. Now, it isn't my place to, you know, to really, you know, put that up on them, but in, based on what a mother is to a kid, that person should not have been. And I think a long, long time ago, I was, uh, I was, uh, I was in a rush going to a mall to pick something up, and then right in front of the door, I saw this, uh, this, uh, this pregnant lady smoking. Mm-hmm. And, and at the, I had just begun my career, and that was one of the things that you know that it was peppy. My pregnant women were careless about you know the whole responsibility they got going on up in there in front of them, you know. So when I saw her doing that, I was in a rush. I'm looking at it. I just couldn't bear myself to just like not say anything. I came back to her upside. I said, "Why are you doing this?" Now I could have been. Like it could have blown up in my face. Things so she could have been like, "I'm not pregnant." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Who knows? She could have, and that's what went through my head after I did. But she looked like she was at least six, seven months pregnant. Okay, and she was standing in a position where you know it, it didn't look like a, just a big belly. It was a baby. So <laughs> I ran and then came back to her. I'm like, "Why are you doing this? That you gonna hurt this baby?" And I took the cigarette out of her hand and threw it in the trash. She was so mad at me. She was cursing this and that. I right. ran all came out. She was still cursing and screaming. She's like, my baby, if I choose to do this. Well, that basically confirmed it for me. If it is, in fact, a baby in there, you are just not. Like, if you do have a condition, even if it's just health-related, it was not a baby, you still shouldn't be smoking with your belly like this because obviously something is wrong. Okay, but anyway, I'm, I was happier to hear that, uh, yes, it was in fact a baby and she had chose to smoke because she was having a hard day at work inside the mall. She came out for cigarette break when you're like seven months pregnant. Mm. A lot of people I've spoken to would say that they're used to smoke. As soon as they find out they're pregnant, they quit. That is itself a motivation. Now, I didn't have a long conversation with the woman. I don't know what she was going through or what, what was happening. But I don't think smoking would be a be- the best way to get over whatever the situation is while you're pregnant. I mean, a lot, no, again, a number of things happened. But I felt, like, not my duty per se, but more like I felt like I needed to do or say something. For the record, somebody told you you shouldn't have done this. You should not do this. Uh, while you're pregnant because that is dangerous and uh, can hurt the baby tremendously. So, yeah, so, yeah the thing is, 
some people are not meant to be mothers and some people are meant to be some people unfortunately they can't have it you know they have to go through a different length to, to do it and that's okay if that's the case the point is once you've become a mother once you're put in that position we are hoping that you take it seriously and you're able to just look at the honor and see what it would you know the motherhood life is stressful we know mm -hmm. that I've watched my mother struggle with a bunch of kids just trying to, you know, get things situated, argue with us all the time. And, we, you know, yeah, over like as we grew older, we had more arguments to make. And, you know, and, and, uh, and it, you know, I, it was tough. Whether you have one or you have 10, you, it will be a tough thing to do, to, to deal with, to be responsible for and to make sure is living every single day. So it is indeed an honor. We're hoping and we are wishing that all the mothers who are listening mm -hmm. know that we appreciate you. One, you know, we do appreciate you. It doesn't matter how you became a mother. It doesn't matter what situation, okay? whether it was a happy moment or a sad moment, we want you to know that you were put in that position for a reason. And if you are, we're hoping that you take it seriously as much as we are, uh, knowing that the, the life you're impacting as a mother is a, is a serious one, something that will become some, something later. And hopefully they are grateful to have had you in their lives. Because I would know some kids aren't grateful, but eventually they'll know, they'll know. Because... <laughs> I know some of the stuff my mother went through uh, having all these boys and the mm. one girl, yeah, it, it could not have been easy. Uh, and, 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 she, and she would sit there and tell us stories about different things, different parts of our lives as we got older, you know, things that we did, things, things that we that, you know, things that, oh, do you still do this? Do you still do that? Things you wouldn't think, you know. Yeah. Some yeah. people remember, it can't be in the, written in the history book, but it is in her mind knowing mm -hmm. how she dealt with her children and how she tried her best to prepare us for the future. And you can see the pride in her face some days when we are with her, especially with her birthday that just uh, passed recently. It's just, she, you know, you, you just can see that the pride, okay, yes, I did my best. And, uh, you know, and we're hoping every mother would feel the same way. I'm doing my best. And one day my kid would, uh, would appreciate all the efforts I put in it, regardless how, how life turns out. Awesome. That's right. That's right. I wanted to share, uh, uh, you know, it's always good to hear um, words of encouragement. And, you know, Maya Angelou has that poem, talk about a phenomenal. And phenomenal woman, it says, pretty woman, wonder where my secret lies. I'm not cute or built to suit a fashion model size. When I start to tell them, they think I'm telling lies. I say, it's in the reach of my arms, the span of my hips, the stride of my step, the curls of my lips. I'm a phenomenal. I'm a woman, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, with all of our women, yes, changes happen. You know, you all come in different shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. Oftentimes, you look at older pictures and you look at what you look like now, after birth, just remember that despite the changes physically or even emotionally, mm -hmm. you still are a phenomenal, a woman, phenomenal woman. Mm -hmm. You are phenomenal. And so 
every day when you wake up, when you see your children, think of, think of a gift that has been presented. And sometimes you understand some children, they make choices, they may do things that you don't like, but keep you know, reminding them how much you love them, reminding them that they can make better choices. Never give up on them. And never give up on yourself. Never give up on yourself. Mm-hmm. Again, life sometimes may be difficult, as Pete said. And there are times where you may feel as if whatever I'm doing is it worth it. Always remember every step that you take, every move that you make, as long as you strive toward the mark or toward the pride that you have for yourself, your family, your children, you will get there as long as you make continue Definitely. in that direction yeah and b- before we we wrap up just uh, i want to point out to to every mothers out there it is definitely something that you have earned to complain about every day being a mother mm. i've seen it done uh, i've <laughs> i've I've been on the other end of it, watching my mother complain to me, either my father or other people. Uh, of course, I don't think she meant for us to hear it, uh, but, but we've heard uh, the different complaint, the way she's feeling, the way she felt from the beginning and, and wondering if, if she's even doing a good job or you know different doubts that may have gone through her head. And um, again, she wasn't the perfect, per- uh, the perfect mother in the world, but she was the perfect mother for us. Uh, and and she had made her own mistakes. Uh, she had said certain things, just like she knew how to deal with us. She also knew how to hurt us, you know. So, so she said, "Did hurt." So it's not to say, okay, yes, you're always gonna be the perfect person, but as long as you know how to rectify it, as long as you know how to go back and humble yourself into that important piece of your children's life mm-hmm. and know that, okay, yes, I may have made certain mistakes. I may have said something that hurt your feeling, but here's how we can repair this. And here's the thing. Children are more understanding than we think. And sometimes, sometimes we overlook that and we hold it in while it's growing pain inside of them. So, you know, we want each mother out there to believe in yourself, knowing that what you're doing, if you were doing it for the betterment of your child, because sometimes you are, and it does not turn out the way you want it, and it feels like a mistake. It's not always a mistake. Every plan sometimes fails, and it's okay. Just like we 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 agree to fail in life as we try to grow our career, and another before we succeed. Sometimes it'll happen in certain steps of the way. You will you you will make some mistakes and it's fine. Don't think just because you made a mistake yesterday or last year, you're a terrible mother for it, or you are no longer fit to be a mother. Trust mm. me, I've met people who are not fit to be a mother, and it's not something that happens once in a blue moon. It is a so, continuous thing. Yes. I used yeah, to work for yeah. the uh, for the foster care system and whenever I go for a visit I give everybody the benefit of that but sometimes you pick up different clues different things that really that makes you feel like this this house should not have a kid in it okay this person who supposedly was qualified to be a foster parent should not be a foster parent because it's all about them or that check they're receiving now Just like I've met some like that, I've also met some who are very caring, very open and very daring and want to help a kid while they're in their custody. That way, 
that can the next place they go, they're able to function as a decent human being, just yeah. like your parent is trying to do for their children growing up. So mm-hmm. don't fault yourself. Don't don't make yourself. Don't make you. Uh, don't doubt yourself, and don't make yourself feel bad after a decision you've made just because you feel like it may not have been the right decision. We all have different things going on through our minds when we make a decision, but just follow through and keep on going, doing what you're doing. Be the most important part in that child's life so that they can be, they can learn to be that growing up. And then hopefully they become uh, the individual that you envisioned them to be and they envisioned themselves to be. Uh, hopefully, you know, the world will be a better place having every mother in there focusing on, you know, the best qualities as opposed to their faulty sides. Amen. That's right. That's right. Anything else you want to point out before we close out? No, Pete, just again, um, thank you all to the women, to the mothers. Um, we wouldn't be here without you. Continue doing the work. Um, just remember, it, 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 all the things that you do, uh, you know, it, it's not, it doesn't go in, you know, it doesn't go in vain. Mm-hmm. So, um, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, mother. And uh, we're going to give you a round of applause just because, just because you are that important. Okay. And as usual, you are remarkably made. Every mother is remarkably made. I am remarkably made. We are remarkably made. And therefore, it's worth living. Happy Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day. Thank you.